Welcome to the podcast of Ben Kruska, where every Wednesday there's a fresh word of faith and victory for your life. Now, here's Ben Kruska. En welkom allemaal. We're going to actually be in English vandaag. Vandaag zijn we. Ik ben met Tali. We gaan vandaag in het Engels, want ik heb mijn lieftallige mooie jonge dame hier naast me. En dat gaat wat makkelijker met de flow. Dus van harte welkom allemaal op Facebook en op YouTube. Leuk dat je meekijkt. Uh, goed zegen. We gaan het vandaag hebben over dating. Dating. We gaan je allemaal sleutels geven en we gaan door wat scenario's heen. Yeah. Um, van hoe dat eruit ziet. But we're switching to English. So thanks for tuning in. Today we're speaking on dating. Today we're going to talk about all kinds of what if scenarios. And uh, maybe if you have questions about these things, then uh, we'll probably be talking very close to your situation. Absolutely. Maybe? Yeah. 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 We have a lot of awesome questions. Yeah. So great to have you with me. That was fun last week. Great. Huh? Great to great? be with you. You look great too. Thanks. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Um, I, we hope you had a great Valentine's, even if you're single or married. We hope you enjoyed it or are going to enjoy it this weekend. We're going out on Friday for our little date night. No kids. Yes. So it's we always, hope you had a great Valentine. So uh, thanks for tuning in. If you're watching on Facebook and on YouTube, just hit the like button. That helps us reach some more people and brings it up in the algorithm. And then if you would be so kind to share it on your social media, then uh, we can reach some more people once again. So... Uh, we're seeing the comments coming in here on YouTube, on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. Let yes. us know where you're watching from. Um, I see Kaatsheuvel all the way in Brabant, Emmanuel and Jolette waarschijnlijk. Van harte welkom, leuk dat jullie meekijken. Mooi stel. And uh, we, they joined the church this Sunday. That's awesome. Oh, great, great to have you with us. Welcome. With uh, 45 others. Yes, it was, awesome. it was such awesome, a great awesome Sunday. Group. Yeah, yes. really great. And uh, Sarah from Gelderland, my home ground. Klaaske Almere, thanks for tuning in. We're still getting the Facebook, Facebook comments. We're still getting in. Oh, Germany, great to see you. Um, listen, very quick announcement. Tonight, we have Kingdom Business Fellowship, which is our um, quarterly business evening for all the entrepreneurs or people that desire to become an entrepreneur and people that are in influential jobs within the marketplace. And you want to do Kingdom Business. You want to make your life count for eternity within the marketplace. Uh, then uh, don't miss tonight. Tonight's going to be awesome at 8 o'clock right here at the River Amsterdam Church. It's going to be a great time. We have already 150 people registered to yes. be a part. Um, we have a guest speaker, Wim Kater. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great be night. Awesome. So don't miss that. And then, of course, uh, this Sunday we are speaking on marriage. Marriage. Yes. Together. <laughs> So that's an, on Sunday morning at 12.30. So you yes. don't want to miss this Sunday at the River Amsterdam. It's going to be a great time. We're tag teaming. Yeah, tag teaming. It's going to be fun. And then for all the young people, the youth revival youth revival people, we have uh, youth revival, not this Friday, but the next. Yes. And we're going to continue on this one. Yes. Yeah. Dating. Dating. Yes. Exciting. Well, let's just jump right in because um, we don't have too much time, of course. The time always flies at this. We see the Facebook comments coming in now. Juliana Dorp, uh, the Rosengracht even. Wow. Uh, Nova Zembla. That's far away. <laughs> Hope you didn't sink your sh ship over there um, in the frozen north. But uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Glad to have you with us. If you haven't shared it yet, just do that now because we're jumping in now. Yes. And let's dive in. We have a few quick points we want to share. Yeah. Just so, to lay a foundation. Yes. And then we talk about some, you know, case scenarios. Yes. Yeah. 
So this is mostly for the singles, but if you're married, you can also join us. But um, this first point is even, even if you're married, this is a, a great point for everybody. Our first point that we have today is for all the singles ready to mingle is the very first relationship is the most relationship and that's your relationship with the Lord. So putting God first. So if you want to put that in the comments, number one point is putting God first. In Matthew 6, 33, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things shall shall follow, shall come after you. So seek ye first the kingdom and all these things will come after you. And what are those things? Those are things that you desire. So when you put God first, he makes sure that the things that you desire come after you. But putting God first is crucial. And also in Psalms, it talks about delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. So I know I've talked to some singles You've talked to some singles and they're like, man, I'm ready. I'm, <laughs> I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. Uh, let's, you know, let's get the, the party moving. Well, this is the main thing. Putting God first, you know, devoting your time to the Lord, devoting your love, your affection to the Lord. Because you know what? Ultimately, when this relationship is good, your vertical relationship, your other relationships will also be good. So having that first, the first priority as a single being single focus, single focus on yeah, the Lord, so good. you know, just fully devoting your time. This is the time to go all in, you know, I mean, it's always the time to go all in, but you have more time to just fully devote yourself to the Lord. I love this passage in Ruth that I'm going to read Ruth 1 16. I'm going to read it in a minute, but you know, Many times when you talk to single people, especially women, they're like, I'm waiting for my Boaz. Where's my Boaz? <laughs> so, so if you're out there waiting for your Boaz, this scripture is for you. She Look at what Ruth did. Let's do what Ruth did so we can find our Boaz. <laughs> but Ruth 1, 16 and 17, I'm reading it. And it says, but Ruth replied, and this is her talking to her mother-in-law to Naomi. Don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Wherever you die. I mean, this lady, this is next She's level. Committed. She is committed. <laughs> Wherever you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death to separate us. What does that talk about? You're like, okay, what does this scripture have anything to do with anything? She showed her commitment to the Lord by committing and submitting and being devoted to Naomi. That's how she was devoted to the Lord. And that, that shows a picture of how we should be fully devoted, fully in Lord. I'm going to serve you all the days of my life. I'm fully committed to you. And in that, out of that commitment and out of her doing that is when Boaz found her. So that shows us that when we put the Lord first, everything good happens right there in the will of God. So where God has you, your Boaz will find you and you will find each other and serve the Lord together. So being single focused on the Lord during this time and not being distracted, because that's so many times what does happen is uh, people get distracted with all the other things, but just say, Lord, I'm going to seek you first. And I know that you have the right person. I have faith. And I know that that person is going to find me right here in the will of God. What? Yeah, that's You're good. No, I'm, I'm distracted. <laughs> um. <laughs> My turn? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was really good. By the way, if you wanted to hear more, because we go more in depth on these in the one that we did last yes, year. Yes, yes. You can find it on our YouTube channel. If you type in Dating Tips River Amsterdam, you find a whole hour of teaching on this, on, on yeah. these three points. Yes, yes, yes. So the second one is, you know, 
is uh, knowing your value, knowing your value. And these are so important because before you can uh, find the right one, you have to be the right one, right? So some people say, well, I, I want my Boaz, but they ain't no Ruth, you know? <laughs> so oh you, can, you can hope and pray and wish, but if you don't make some changes and grow and that's develop right. and everything like that, but also get grounded in your identity. Mm. And I think that's the second point is so, it's so vital. It's so, yes. it's so crucial uh, because ultimately, you know, uh, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And also the way you think about yourself and the way you have, you know, uh, you are you are grounded in the word in your identity. It also determines on what attracts you. Yes. So basically, if you're a mess, you'll attract a mess. Just very rudely said, you know, <laughs> um, which I don't think there's a lot of people watching that have that, you know, mm -hmm. that are like that. I think most people that are watching are like uh, they, they want to grow. They want to develop. They want to they have a desire to uh, become everything that God wants them to be yes. and also to uh, move forward in life and to select the right one. But I think it's so important to know your value. And I want to just read quickly from Second Timothy, chapter two, verse 20 and 21. <clears throat> it says, uh, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, if anyone cleanses himself from the vessels of dishonor, he will be a vessel for honor sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. So write down, know your value. Write that down, know your value. In other words, know how valuable you are. If you know that you're not trash, you're not going to treat yourself like trash. That's what this scripture says. It says that God has vessels of honor. And when you read that, your natural mind will say, well, I'm disqualified. That's definitely not me. You know, like I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. The, the enemy will lie to you and tell you all your life, if you allow him, not enough, mm. not good enough. Uh, you're missing something. But the Bible says you are complete yes. in Christ. Amen. You are complete in Christ. And it says here that if you cleanse yourself from the latter, if you cleanse yourself from the vessels of dishonor, you will become a vessel of honor. So it's a, it's a matter of sanctification. It's a matter of consecration that you set yourself apart unto the Lord and you say, Lord, like what you said, putting God first, mm -hmm. I'm here uh, bought with a price. I'm set apart for the Lord. So when you know that God bought you with a price, you know your value, basically then you know that you don't belong. Like, let's say the Mona Lisa. We went to see that painting, um, a very expensive painting of a not so pretty woman. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, we went there, I was very underwhelmed because I was, I don't know, in my mind, I had this yeah. expectation of this huge painting and like, like, I thought I'd be very impressed, but then it's like, you come there and it's like a little painting in a, in a glass box and there's a hundred people around it all like, like, this is it, huh? <laughs> um, oh my. But that thing doesn't belong in the scrapyard. That thing belongs in the Louvre in a very fancy yes. museum because of the value of the painting. Absolutely. Well, same with you. If you know what you're worth, then you know where you do belong and where you don't belong. In other words, you don't belong dating some guy mm. that is not worth your time. You don't belong hanging out with a girl that does not have the same 
a high standard as you and priority and is not sanctified like you and saved or or, or even like pure like you. You know, you, know, you need to know your value. Yes. In that um, uh, message we did last year on dating tips, I had all these different pictures that we shared on the screen. And one of like a Patatje Orlog, for instance, or Patatje Special. And there's the, a utensil in there. The Bible talks about here about utensils here. Utensils for honor and utensils for dishonor. The utensil in the Patatje, you know, that you eat in a plastic bakje with a plastic little fork in there, you know. You use it and you throw it away. In, the Dutch, in Dutch, it's called a gebruiksvoorwerp. Gebruiksvoorwerpen voor eer en voor onheer. A vessel for use. Well, the plastic fork is used for a quick snack, a quick high-carb, high-fat meal that fills your appetite for the moment but doesn't give you any lasting building blocks to build you up physically. It's used and thrown away to fill an empty void, empty calories. But then you have the, this picture of this wonderful steak dinner, you know, ribeye. Uh, uh, roasted potatoes, green beans, you know, just awesome meal. And that gold utensils, gold knife and fork next to it. Well, that one, that gold knife and fork is set apart for a special use. It only, the, the lady of the house only pulls it out for special occasions. Well, which one of those utensils describes you the best? You need to know. Not so that you can walk around, I'm a goal. Oh, no, but you need to know who you are in Christ. <laughs> you are complete in Christ. You are yeah. bought with a price. The Bible says in Ephesians 2.10, you are his workmanship. In, in the NLT, it says you are his masterpiece. So you need to know your value. When you know your value, you don't just let yourself be used. You don't just throw yourself into any kind of compromised relationship just because subconsciously you think that's all you're worth. No, you need to know how much you're worth and you need to set your standard high. Yes. And when your standard is high, God is totally able to meet that standard and do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. So we have a, we had a rule or we had a, an internal thing that we had said for ourselves, if it's not exceedingly abundantly, it's not God. Yes. You know, before we got married. Yeah. It's like, if it's not exceedingly abundantly, yeah. it can't be God. Because God doesn't God. disappoint. Yes. God doesn't say, you know, a seven on a 10. No, my wow. wife is a 12 on a 10, you know? Mm -hmm. Not just looks, but every everything that I desired, it, and it was more. You say, well, that was just for you, it's special. No, God has something yes. for everyone. And I don't even think there's just one right you know, Mr. Right or Mrs. Oh, right. Goodness. But I believe he gives you the desires yes. of your heart when yes. you delight yourself in him. Absolutely. Yep. Yes. You can you can know your value and you can set the standard high. Yes. Tag. Tag. Okay, number three is know your purpose. <laughs> so this is crucial. Knowing your purpose. Let me actually, I didn't know I was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You sit there intently Sorry, listening to listening me. To huh? But know your purpose. Basically, have a general direction of where you're headed. Um, this is especially, I mean, this is good for both men and women. You know, Adam was in the garden and he knew God placed him there. Then God brought, God brought him purpose and then God brought him Eve. So that was Adam. And then Eve, you know, also had a purpose. So for you, especially women, like you're going to follow the husband, right? Because we talked about that with the marriage courses and stuff like that. Women are going to submit to the husband. So if you let, let's say, for instance, in our story, Ben was called to Holland. And actually after like, Oh my goodness. I think like two coffee times, like our second coffee time, we're sitting coffee there, date. coffee date. <laughs> and um, we're sitting there and he's like, I'm going to Holland. 
And um, he looks at me. He's like, would you be willing to come? And Not I'm like, now. I, I, know. I didn't say like, I'm leaving Holland now. No, but you said like in the future. Okay. I know I'm called to Holland. I'm going to go to Holland. And the wife that marry me, marries me is going to have to come with me. What do you think about that? And I was like, wow, this guy's a little forward. <laughs> but he knew he knew what he was called to do. And he knew that it was important that if I wasn't going to follow, then this wasn't going to work. Because the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree, right? So I, um, for me, in our story, I already knew that I was called to ministry from a young age. And I always knew that it was going to be abroad. I don't know why. I just had this feeling like, uh, I guess, you know, the Holy Spirit shows you things to come. So I just kind of saw myself not in America, but I never knew like what country or anything like that. So I just told the Lord, I made a commitment to the Lord. And I said, Lord, um, when you bring me the guy that you have for me, I'll go where you lead him. And so I told that answer. I didn't know Holland was on the trip. <laughs> I had no idea. But, um, but anyways, I hold, saw, on, hold on, one second, one second. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. But, well, maybe I shouldn't say that because it's international. But you like it here now, huh? I love it yeah. here. I do. I like it here more now than America. Wow. Like I would pick Holland over America any day. <laughs> but anyways, what was I saying? You lost my train of track. Right, right. <laughs> oh, turns out. So, um, so anyway, so it's very important that you have a general direction. Maybe you might not know. Like I didn't know I'm going to be in Holland in the future, but I knew that I was called to ministry. That's a good general direction because unfortunately pastoring now eight years, we have seen it where couples where the husband has this like, burning desire to go into ministry. And now his wife is like, no, I want to be close to my family. And he's like, uh, you know, it, it's somebody's going to be torn and it's not the best situation. So if you can know that prior to getting married, that is absolute perfection. So you guys know, hey, we're going in the same direction. Yes, we're both called to business or yes, we're both called to ministry. We'll be willing to leave our comfort zone. Like for me, that was leaving, you know, I have kids and in the Spanish culture, um, family is very important. So, you know, my mom would, would help very often if I was in America. So I had to know, wait a second, that's not going to be my story. I'm going to be moving away, you yeah. know, and that's a, a, in a bit, a sort of a sacrifice, but I was more than willing to do it. It wasn't, didn't feel like a sacrifice because it was in the will of God for me. And I knew that for myself, you know? And so if you don't, it's, it's crucial that in this time of, of singleness that you find out, Lord, what is it that you have for me, a general direction? And um, that makes it very simple when you start dating, because when I worked at Bank of America, there were several guys that wanted to like take me out on dates and stuff. And it wasn't even an option. It's like this guy isn't even saved. What does the Bible say? Don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So it's like, I'm not even going to consider that and waste both of our times if I know that we're not going in the same direction, we're not, we're not in the same place. Um, so that's very important. And that will save you a lot of heartache and a lot of wasted time yeah. when you know your purpose. Can I add something to it? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think it's know your purpose and walk in your purpose. Yes. Great. Yes. I, I, I think you, yeah. that's what you're also saying, yeah. but like, I just wanted to specify yeah. it because some people, and especially guys are, can be good at this where they like, yeah, no, I know what I'm called to do. And they're like, I, I, I got big dreams and things, especially when they're like, trying to impress a girl but then show me you know put your money where your mouth is show me by your works don't just like 
talk about it. Let me see it by your lifestyle. Let me yes. see it by the decisions you're making today. Yeah. Because just because you're married doesn't mean that he's going to make different decisions or, or she, you know? Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. people think like, Everything, once we get yeah. married, then the problems get fixed. No, <laughs> the problems get amplified. Yes. You need to fix the problems now. Yes. And if it, you know, if, a, if, if somebody says, I feel called for this, but they're not taking the necessary yeah. steps right now, mm, you know, red flag. <clears throat> like yeah. I could say, I feel called to the ministry, but I don't do any kind of like, Serving the Lord over there, serving in the church over there, yeah. and I'm 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 an irregular visitor on Sundays. Yeah. I sit in the back and just mm -hmm. kind of disinterested. Yeah. This is like you can say your calls for missions and all ministry and all this stuff, but it doesn't show. But the fruit of your life, there, there needs to be actual like. Put your money where your mouth is. Let me see by your. You shall know the tree by its fruit, not by its words. You know, mm -hmm. is that is that okay? Yeah, yeah. is that I, too direct? I, no, I agree, hundred <laughs> yeah. uh, percent. So walk in your purpose. I think also for the married couples, a good one to to sit down together. It's still kind of the beginning of the year, but maybe you haven't had uh, you know as a bonus for the married couples. Mm -hmm. Maybe you haven't had in a while where you sat down together and talked about your purpose, your dreams, your goals, your what are you doing together. It's yeah. so important yeah. that you have that common combined purpose yes. where you join forces yes. together and you have this like unity. target you're going together mm -hmm. in unity, you know? Mm -hmm. That brings so much yeah. unity in the marriage, yeah. peace in the marriage. You got this common target, yeah. common goal, common yes. purpose, common enemy probably, and it unites. Mm -hmm. And many times people get like, they drift away from each other because they don't have anything. They have no purpose. Yes. So, and even have a vision. If you're married, have a vision for how you see yourself raising your kids. How do you see your marriage in the future? Like, because when you, the vision, the vision shows you what's important. So for us, family is very important. And we want our kids that when they're older, that they're not like, all right, peace out, mom and dad, we're <laughs> out of here. And we never want to come back. We want them to, to still want to come to mom and dad's house very regularly with their spouses and stuff like that. So, so because that's a vision of ours and that's a core value of our family, then we do things to make sure that that happens. You yeah. know, we do weekly things to invest in our children and invest in family time so that when they're older, they're like, okay, mom and dad's house is where it's at. That's where the fun yeah. is. We're going to come. So I think that's important when you're married to also do that with like, okay, this is how we see raising our kids. This is how we see our family. This is a core value for us. And then put things in place to meet that core value. So good. Yeah. yeah. To invest so in it. In order to know like what's our core value you have mm -hmm. to talk about these yes. things like what is important yes. to us yes. what's important to the Kroskis? Yes. yes you know what what do we see for our kids in our future mm -hmm. but that that means you have to talk about it you have to know each other's purpose and also i would say don't just because most people here are not in the ministry but you can add kingdom goals to your like to your because that's ultimately what gives you fulfillment mm -hmm. in your heart yes. you know like if you just working you go to work i go to work we raise the kids go to football go to swimming go there go there and there's no actual like eternal purpose, yeah. then what are we doing? Yeah. It doesn't fulfill, mm -hmm. it doesn't satisfy. Those things are just temporary. But if we are combined together in God's purpose for our life, that, that's like that point one, putting God first. Mm -hmm. Lord, what is your plan yeah. for our lives, yes. for our family, for yes. our future? together and that, that gets determined when you're single but you have to you have to maintain it when you're married it's like what's our goal for this year what's our giving goal what's our yeah. uh, what do we want to do what do we want to help yes. what, how do we want to build yeah. within the church within the ministry within mm -hmm. the kingdom of god yeah. um i think those are important keeps the fire burning too yes um let's go through some uh questions 
potential scenarios um, of. Uh, Ooh, I'm gonna ask the first one. Dating, dating scenarios. I just, Fire I just away. glanced at Fire the first away. one. Okay, go. And this is definitely more for a man. We have a so. whole list written down. So, so this yeah. is possible scenarios you might encounter. So what if you feel you heard from God that this is my wife? What do you do? Mm. You heard from God, this is my wife. Yes. What do you do? So you're a single guy. Yes. And you, you prayed about, okay. And song. you heard, Jackie's you're, my wife. Yeah. You heard a, vo a voice <laughs> from the Lord. Okay. You're, I, <laughs> okay. First of all, I don't think I would walk up. I don't think you should walk up to somebody and say, I heard from the Lord, you're my wife. Yeah. Because it puts so much pressure on the other. Like I heard and she heard. We just didn't know from each other yeah. that we had heard. No, yeah. So I didn't walk up to her and said, God told me. No. Um, and you also heard from the Lord and you didn't walk up to me. God told me. No, I didn't. I actually had some girls come up to me and say, God told me. And <laughs> I had some guys come up to me yeah, and say, God several, told me. Probably. And I was like, oh, Lord, let this cup pass from me. <laughs> That's please. funny because God didn't tell me anything. And I'm. it takes two to tango here. So, Lord, you're going to have to inform me about this one. But, but it can bring confusion because I've met yes. a lot of women that are actually totally confused. And I actually had this in my younger years. I think I was, was like right before going to Bible school. So I think I was 18. And a guy who I thought was like super spiritual, like more than me, um, I said that the Lord told him I was going to be his wife. And that actually brought like a lot of confusion to me because I'm like, oh, my gosh, like maybe he did hear and I haven't heard because he's more spiritual than me or whatever. And I was like confused. And then that's when I realized, wait a second, like, I don't even like this guy. You know, like I don't find him attractive. Why sorry. would God do that to sorry, me? No, sorry. So. Um, but it can bring confusion. It can be like a form of manipulation in a way. Well, I, I think guys probably don't mean yet, but in the interaction and in, you know, spending time together, she gets to know you and there there's the confirmation yeah. and there's that witness. So I would just really approach it very natural. Yes. Absolutely. Not super spiritual. No. I was praying and had a vision and I saw no. you in a dream and an angel came oh, and Lord. sprinkled uh -huh. gold on me and said, you are it. It's like, I don't think Whoa. I don't think I don't think that's the way to go because no. then you don't leave any room for choice for the other. Yeah. And it has to be a mutual agreement yes, there. Yes. So um what you did was you asked me on a couple you called me on my birthday and then we started talking and then you asked me on a couple like coffee dates, but you never told me. And we're just like yeah. Get chatted, to know each other. Chatted. And even through the showed chatting, interest. Definitely you showed yeah. interest. <laughs> but um but through the chatting, it just even gets more and more confirmed what the Lord tells you. Which was a big step to take. I was yeah. very nervous the first time. Like texting her, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope she responds, you know. And she responded, and I was so happy. And then respond back. And then you went back me. and forth. And then I called you. And then we've talked ever since, every day. Yes. Since that moment. But it was a big step to take. And then asking you, hey, which after we talked for a while on the mm -hmm. phone, you know, asked mm -hmm. you like, hey, let's have some coffee together, mm -hmm. you know, on my next day off. And yeah. Hey, sure. And I was like, <laughs> yes. I was dancing, you know, but, um, oh, and then, great. you know, as we were like, then it just naturally flowed into, yes. into more, you yes, know, yes. um, so don't make it too spiritual. Yes. And, uh, don't and make then it eventually too... we did tell each other, you know, yeah. how I yeah. experienced it when the Lord spoke to me and then how you experienced it when the Lord spoke to you. Well, yeah. That was special. Yeah. 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 All right. Next question. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What if, um, a girl likes a guy, but the guy is not making any moves. He's not making any moves. Mm. She likes him, but she doesn't know if he likes her. Yeah. And she feels, maybe she feels even the Lord told her, but he's just sitting there. 
I would say, <laughs> boys, like, get it together. <laughs> no, I would. He's say just, just putting God first, you know. It's like his <laughs> eyes on the Lord. <laughs> I would say, just you can't. I would say, just leave it. Just be friendly and approachable. Be nice. But I mean, leave it. He's gonna have to get his butt in gear. Is my opinion. That's what I did, actually. Call him every five seconds. No, don't do that. That's horrible. <laughs> I would not be like desperate, you know, and like try to get his attention all the time and stuff because. Maybe you're interested in him and maybe he's just not interested in you. That could be one. Or um, maybe he just needs more time to like get the courage to just be nice from a distance. You know, if you pass by, hi, you know, be a, so that he sees you're approachable. But I wouldn't I wouldn't go I out of your way. It took me so, a while to get to you before, yeah. until the, the Lord had told you. And then I think a took few months two later. Months. Yeah, two months. So the Lord spoke to me that Ben was going to be my husband. And I just put it on the shelf. What does that mean? It's just like, okay, this is what the Lord said. I'm not going to do anything to bring to bring that to pass. Actually, I was probably like avoiding him more because I'm like, he better come after me. I'm not going after him. So you knew I, your value. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to do anything for it. And a lot of girls liked him. And even some of my roommates. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not doing anything. So then um, it took him two months. But in those two months, I just trusted the Lord. Like, Lord, if this is what you said, then you're going to speak to him and you're going to bring it to pass. And that's exactly what happened. I think that's also like, just speaking from a guy's perspective, I thought it was attractive that you weren't coming after me. That, that I I had to come after you. Yeah. You know, you weren't throwing yourself at no. me at all. Mm -mm. Like the opposite. <laughs> So my brother, she's like a fridge. I don't, I don't think she wants to talk to me. <laughs> Made it hard oh for me. Goodness. But it's like... Guys like to hunt. It's good. Let because the hunt. then married, married too, that gives the guy security. It's like she's not throwing herself at all these other guys. Because no. she didn't do that even with me. And she really liked me. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's that also security. I'm going to give you this hard question. Oh, my. I was quicker on the trigger oh, than I you. I don't know. What if you've been dating for a few months and temptations get hard? Like, like to stay pure. Oh and, my. Yeah. Set strong boundaries. Like very strong boundaries. And first repent if you've crossed any lines. Like, I don't know how that works, but you like, you know, if you've crossed the line, then get with the person and say we repent and set stronger boundaries than before. So you stay pure. So what does that mean? Hey, we're not gonna be if it if it's only happens when you're exactly. alone. Oh, thank you. When it, if it only happens because you're alone a lot late at night, then hey, we're not going to be home alone late at night. We're going to surround ourselves with other couples. We're going to surround ourselves with other people. Um, I would say definitely set strong boundaries. We did that. Obviously, if you're attracted to each other, which you should be if you're dating, then there is going to be that like chemistry. And no matter how holy you are, there is that <laughs> there is a chemistry. So you want to set strong boundaries. So we had very, if there's no chemistry. It's probably something else. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. So we set strong boundaries. We were around people. I had roommates and he never went into my room. We were never in my bed. Um, we were in like places where anybody can just walk in like the living room or something or anybody can walk through the door. So I think setting those boundaries is crucial because you want to keep it pure. Um, yeah, yeah you want to do it say? right. Huh? What would you say? Um, leave, leave room for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, no, like what you said, just be in places where, where you know the temptations are triggered yeah. and stay away from that. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like clear, Put the flesh under. avoid the things. Of it. And then maybe also like dating time is a really good time to like uh, run, in your, run with your purpose together. Because ultimately when you're married, that's what you're going to be doing. You're going to be running together in your purpose together. So um 
Get busy with that. Yeah, get busy. Get Don't busy with boring. that. Some people have too much free time. Yes. That's also a problem. Yes. Okay, next one. Oh, okay, you want me to ask you? Uh, no, no, no. I'm going to ask you. What if you've been doing everything and still that person hasn't come? Like, in, like, for instance, you've been serving the Lord. You know your value. You're putting God first. You're serving in this kingdom. And you're like, hey, what's going on? I'm 30, still no one, or 40. I still haven't met the right one. What would you tell someone like that? Uh, man, that's a tough one because mm -hmm. I, I look at it too sometimes. Like, man, great people. And yeah. how come there still hasn't been that match? So the, I don't know if there's like a... Uh, a solve it all solution yeah. or ready-made answer for that yeah. uh, i would say keep doing what you're doing for sure yes you don't know grow weary. you know don't grow weary and well-doing definitely keep uh, uh doing what you're doing putting god first being your best you know uh being joyful you know being present serving the lord but then also um don't be shy to be around people. You know, yes. if you don't meet anyone, you'll never meet anyone. Does that make sense? <laughs> if you never meet anyone, you'll never meet anyone. So if you're never around any people, you're uh, uh, um, only in one place. Maybe maybe expand your territory a little bit. You know, where you uh, hang out with with friends together and like just meet people. Maybe at a conference from church or like. Don't be uh, all in your own little corner. Um, that's how I got to know you at first before I ever like, uh, approached you, like what we talked about yeah, earlier, yeah. we had already had a few moments where we had interactions, just hanging out with groups of friends. And having uh, a sit right. So River Amsterdam church, don't be shy about going after a service, going with a group of people, going yeah. get some food somewhere. Everything's opening up again. Woo! You can go, we have freedom again. But baby, so, wasn't that funny? You happened to sit. It was a big group of people. You happened to sit right. Yeah. In front I of sat me. down. <laughs> And then Jackie just hustled. She moved three other girls just to sit right in front of me. No, I didn't. It happened to just be right in front yeah, of me. Yeah, it happened. It just happened. So I had nothing to do with that at all. Yeah, for sure. I was very happy about that moment, though. Um, had a little interview session there. It's like, hey, so tell me. I was so nervous. Um, so, yeah, just keep being your best. And... Um, Trust the Lord. Yes. You can also have faith. I was reading Genesis the other day, Genesis 1, 2, and 3, where, you know, God says it's not good for man to be alone. And then here's your father, right? Your, your father said, I'm going to make a helper suitable for him and made someone specifically for Adam. Adam wasn't praying and fasting and begging and crying. I want a wife. No, God took the initiative in it. That's how good your father is. Yes. So you can have faith and trust. There's someone out there for me. God is preparing for me. He's preparing me. He's preparing the other. And he's going to make sure we come together. You know, but I'm going to do my part too. So you do your part, but you can also have total faith and confidence and trust in the Lord that he will bring someone. Like Pastor David's a great example of yes. that. You know, he's here serving the Lord. Busy, 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 working, 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 you know, at the River Amsterdam. And then God has somebody prepared for him all the way from Taiwan through England and comes down here yes. and, you know, just perfect, you know? So that's awesome. Yeah. So you import. can trust the Lord. The Lord you can, can trust the Lord. Your bride. Like <laughs> even if he, if it, even if it doesn't look like there's anyone, God has someone, you can yes. trust the Lord for that. Don't live by sight, live by faith. Amen. All right. I'll, I'll ask that's you the next one. Okay. Um, what have you, Okay, this is not spelled right. Okay. Right. What if you are being approached by someone and you know it's not, it's not it? 
How do you handle some, how do you handle that? Uh, so the guy okay. comes up to you, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. for coffee. Yeah. Okay, and you know it's not it right away. Yeah. Um, I would just decline very nicely. Just like, oh, thank you. Like if he if he directly, okay, for instance, we've had it, of course, you know, in the past before when we were single. Then a guy approaches you and he goes out for a walk with you or something, says, Hey, I'm really interested in you, really want to get to know you. And you already know I am so not interested, and there's like no chance. Um, then I would just say, Hey man, I really like you. You're, you seem like a great guy. Um, and I'm sure that God has someone awesome for you, but I'm just, I just don't think that's me, you know, but, but thank you so much for thinking of me and like, keep it nice. Don't be a jerk. I don't mm -hmm. like it when girls are mean. Don't be mean. <laughs> be nice to the guy. Yeah, but Fine nicely. But be clear too. Yes. Like, that's very I like clear. You. I'll go out for coffee no, with you. Yeah. But you. Yeah, but you can like I said, like you know, but I just, you know, you seem like such a great guy and I'm sure God has someone for you, but I'm just not interested. I mean, how much is clear? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. clear. That's yeah, clear. Yeah, it's very clear. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think like be don't be mean. But also don't keep him on the line. No, yeah. that's rude yeah. too. That's Find actually that evil. Ground. Yeah, just yeah. say no, but in a nice yeah. way. What about uh, the other way around? Well, I guess I guess I guess girls wouldn't really approach a guy. I would never approach a guy ever You're... in a billion years. Yeah. Okay, we'll leave that alone. Yeah. Um, is there only one person for me? That's a, that's good question. a, yeah, that's a question huh? for you. Oh. I don't think there is. No. Huh? No, because I mean, if there's only one, and that one decides to to not obey which people have freedom you know people have a free will and that's how god created us then what what do you do you're stuck with no one now there's yeah. not just one um i heard this really great example given to me <laughs> about ferraris <laughs> <laughs> and uh actually pastor david shared it with me the other uh, this morning and it's something he had heard pastor todd share in bible school that there are many like you your standard right can be a ferrari like i want like exceedingly abundantly above my wife and put red on today like for the ferrari level um <laughs> exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think um that's your level like ferrari level of, of expectation you're also letting the lord develop you to ferrari level okay then let that be clear <laughs> um you can't be a lada you know like anyways so but there's not just one type of Ferrari. There's many different kinds, yes. right? So you can have high standards, but you can't put yourself in a box that there's only that one person. And if you miss this one opportunity, then you're going to be alone all your oh life. Like, don't make it pressure. so hard for yourself. No. Um, God, God knows what your desires are. Make it very clear for yourself what your desires are, I would say. Like, have a clear thing of what are you believing for? What are you believing for? I, I want a husband. What kind of husband? Yeah. <laughs> Well, just any guy. Okay, really? All right, here's a guy I found under the bridge, you know, hasn't showered in seven weeks. No, it, you have to be specific. You have to know what you're believing for. What What is your purpose? You're believing for somebody called to the ministry, then believe for that. Yeah. You know, what do you like? What do you see? Yeah, um, but then also on the other side, mm -hmm. don't have such a high standard that there's like no one in the world that meets that standard. Yeah. Right? Right. That's a good one for boys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> you don't want to talk about no, it? No, I, I do. Yeah. I don't know what to say because I don't want to hurt somebody's face. Yeah, you know? but it's like, you know, you can't, like, sometimes guys want this supermodel from a magazine because they're more visual. But, like, let's, let's bring it to reality here, right? Yeah. 
Well, that's what I said. If you're not, if you're, if you're believing for Ferrari, but you're a Lada yourself, that doesn't yes. work. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it work. We've seen it. <laughs> never say never, though. Never say never. You know? Yeah. Never say never. Okay. All right. I have another question. What if you're in the middle of dating for a while and you are still unsure? Like you're still not sure if this is the one you want to marry. I mean, a while meaning a meaning a month. I don't know. No. Take a, a break year. and pray about it. A year. A year, two years. Yeah, a year. A year yeah. is good. I would say six months. Yeah. If you're still not sure after six months, three months, mm -hmm. then you need to take time to pray mm. uh, and and take some time apart from each other. Pray about it and uh, say, I'm 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 gonna, I'm taking a two week break to pray. And if you don't hear anything and you don't have that like yes in your spirit, then then say, hey, we're just gonna. You're a nice person, but this is I, I don't think this is it. You know. Same with like, if you have a bunch of issues mm. in the dating period, you know, there's like, you, you liked each other, you felt like the, but then like all kinds of argues and fights and yeah. like things coming up, then, then, you know, maybe you weren't ready yet. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to let the Lord, first of all, seek counsel, of course, you know, yeah. talk to a spiritual person, a mature person about these things yeah. and uh, uh, see what they say about it. But I would say after six months, you still don't know. You yeah. still have doubts. Yeah. Then. Doesn't seem good. No, yeah. no. Like, like when uh, Mary was pregnant with Jesus and she came to her cousin Elizabeth and, uh, or aunt, whatever, Elizabeth, and she was pregnant with John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. Then when she greeted Elizabeth, the baby in her laptop. So yes. really, I think that when it's a God thing, there's that like, yes. yes. And, and then constant, yes. It's not, it's like... Yeah, but the there might be some talk. things, like, even when we talked, there were some things that you might have found in me that you didn't really necessarily like. It's like, oh, great. Uh, I'm not happy no, about that. No, but, like, the main things, it's like a click. It's like, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So it's like a constant confirmation. When you don't have any of that, it's a huge red flag. Yeah. It's then, like, okay. It's like, okay, we, we, we're good friends, yeah. but no more than yeah, that. Yeah, you know? no, and then no. just move on. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I have another one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess we talked about that. Let, let's talk about this one and we close it out. Okay? okay. This one's a good one. What if you want to get married? You've been dating for a while. You both want to get married. Um, there's a great clique and all these things. Uh, but you don't have the money to get married or to get engaged. Or maybe there's a whole bunch of lockdowns and you just don't know. What do you do? Believe God. Jesus' first miracle was at, at a wedding. Yeah. We saw it. That's a good one. It's like supernatural. God brought in the ring. God brought in everything. For us. Yeah, yeah. for us. So like God is in into weddings and he wants you to get married. He's in it. You're you're doing this not alone. You're doing this with the Lord and he'll bring in the finances. I yeah. said, just take a step. Stay, take the step and believe God and he will meet you every step of the way. Yeah. And yeah. some people have this like picture of like, I want everyone there and uh, it has to yeah, be completely to perfect be like mm -mm. i think you it's more important small, to yeah more important to just follow the lord and like how long are you gonna date you know mm -hmm. ultimately i'm gonna have to take that next step yeah. forward mm -hmm. and start your life together you're mm -hmm. like on hold basically on yeah. pause when you know you know yeah, and then it's yeah. time to move forward yeah. and uh, you know as you move forward the provision comes yeah it's like it comes it yeah. comes it comes it's good test for your faith together yes. too you agree together maybe guys don't agree together with her about the ring you believe god yourself uh, that it comes in and then uh, leave together for that wedding, yes. you know, and, and move forward. Yes. Yeah. 
well, I want my great great grandma to be there, and she can't make it. Well, just get married just and get Skype married. her in, you know, <laughs> FaceTime her in. It's going to be okay. Yes. <laughs> Move forward with your life. Yes. Amen. Get the blessing of God on that. Yes. Unity and uh, get going. Yes. That's, that's all. A, yeah. yeah, that was it. Yeah. Hopefully this helped you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yes. Uh, of course, uh, this Sunday we continue with marriage. And then at the youth, we talk some more about youth revival. We talk some more about dating and singleness and all these different things that you might have questions about. So don't miss those. And then tonight, Kingdom Business Fellowship for all our entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome tonight at eight o'clock at the river. God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's message. To be notified of new episodes, just hit the subscribe button. And to connect with Ben on social media, you can find him at Ben Kruska on Instagram and Facebook.